Welcome to Salonomics, broadcasting from Essex. It's the 20th of August 2021. The Bitcoin price is currently $47,725. One dollar will get you 2,118 Satoshis. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Danny DeVito, <laughs> Joe Mehmet. Daddy DeVito. Hey, Joe. Okay. Have you been speaking... Hi, Darren. Hi, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Very good. Uh, have you been talking to my wife? No, I haven't. Why is that? Who do you think is her favourite actor? It can't be Danny DeVito, can it? It is Danny DeVito. She can watch Danny DeVito, right? All, right. All day till the cows come home. She just loves him. <laughs> you know, she really does. I mean, like I say, he's very funny. Right? I mean, in any scene that he's in, right, any film is in, right, he's funny. He's just got that very funny um, sort of like appeal about him. But like, she absolutely loves Dan DeVito. You know, as as a, as a, to watch to watch anything on television with Dan DeVito, she 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 does. I mean. She doesn't like Arnie, right? She doesn't really like Arnie's films, but she loves twins. Sure. You know, because Danny DeVito's in it. Well, you know? well, you know what? I've got a Danny DeVito story for you. And you know my formula for this. I just go and look at who's trending on Twitter and I just basically call right, you right, that, okay. right? That's my formula. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, so, that's where you get it from. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Danny DeVito's trending on Twitter because he's clearly... Um, he's clearly triggered a lot of the woke brigade on Twitter. Um, okay. Today, something about supporting workers striking for humane working hours, fair pay. <laughs> so you know, you, you, people can't write anything online uh, without, especially if you're a celeb. Anyway, um, my story about Danny DeVito. So, our, mine and and this is relevant today because it's my wife's and I's uh, 18th anniversary today. So wow, um, 18, wow. 18 years. And on our first anniversary, we actually went and did a fly drive uh, holiday um, in America, where we landed in uh, Phoenix. Uh, Arizona, Arizona and we got like a Ford Mustang convertible five litre wow. and we went driving all around the coast over like two weeks anyway when we got to Hollywood I don't know if you've seen the film Get Who's that dog barking? Oh it's Buddy don't worry about him he's downstairs okay. um, you've seen the film Get Shorty which is Danny yeah. DeVito. So obviously in that, yeah. they have the Hollywood star maps, don't he? John Travolta has a Hollywood star map and he goes driving around. We did exactly the same thing and we went to Danny DeVito's house. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Did, oh, okay. Was so out of all the, years out of ago. all these superstars in Hollywood, you went to Danny DeVito's house. Well, yeah. I mean, his one was right out on the, you know, his was right on the, yeah. you could see it. You know, we went to Madonna's yeah. place, but, you know, they've got walls and, you know, they've got tree-lined, you know, fences up that you can't see anything in. Uh, we even went to the Osbournes house okay. in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, you know, based, half the time you're just looking at a gate, do you know what I mean, with, like, yeah. loads of trees. Yeah. You can't see anything. But Danny DeVito's is actually one of the houses that you actually see. It's almost like on the road, do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that was... What was that? No, 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 it's interesting. It kind of reminded me of us uh, because um, I went with Neville to um, Los Angeles, uh, you know, Beverly Hills many years ago. Yeah. There's only one house we wanted to go into, right, get to, yeah. and see if we could get in. Guess whose house that was? 
Uh, John Travolta. Hugh Hefner. <laughs> no way, Seriously, really? Yeah, yeah, we took a taxi ride to Hugh Hefner's house. We buzzed at the big gate, like you said, that all big gates, right? We yeah. buzzed and goes, hi, it's Hugh Hefner. We said, who's speaking? It's Joe from um, from London. Can we come in, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd, we had to try it, right? Oh, we had that's to try hilarious. It. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, what what anyway. year was this? This was, um, I'll tell you what it was, um, Neville was going through divorce at the time, well before, I think, it's about 19, about 2000 actually, because I, I was, um, I was going out with Rex at the time, Fantastic. I was going out with 2000, yeah. Oh, the audacity, <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious, I mean, because, um, I don't know if you ever saw, uh, Meet the Osbournes, but the Osbournes had the same thing, but they had a booby trap on there, so if anyone did knock, and um, they would just a nuisance or fans oh right they would have a booby trap and the booby trap was like a spray of water it would literally oh, okay. hose whoever was pressing it down so, so you, you're, you're lucky you didn't get so your dog's a bit annoying i mean you talk about my dog snoring is annoying let me go and smack him around the head Good. hang on two seconds yeah, two minutes <laughs> and he knows about me and my dog snoring. Oh, I dealt with. And he he, he's uh, such an—he just sat, he's just sat in the room on his own, barking by himself. <laughs> an idiot. And I can say I was just talking to the our audiences. Um, yeah. And you mind about my dog snoring? <laughs> no, I know, I know. I can. Your snoring is is I can handle your dog snoring. Yeah, dog barking. I know, I know, I know, I know. Especially, yeah. Especially when the house is full of, our house is full of guests. Do you know what I mean? You've got no reason to be letting me know that someone's at the door. Do you know what I mean? We've got loads of people here can answer the door. That's right. Um, So then, mate, I wanted to talk to you. um, Oh yeah, um, please note as well. um, Apologies for not recording over the last two weeks. Things have been very, very busy. You know why things have been really, really busy? Well, we've got sort of sad news for a start that I know of. Yeah, I'm not going to touch on that just yet. I'm not going to thank you for that, but I'm not going to touch on that. I'll I'll, I'll talk about that at the end. But um, obviously my podcast with Dom went out, didn't it? And... um, the conversions on our website went through the roof. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. We got we got a hell of a lot of interest from uh, Dom's podcast, and and also um, I've been contacted by a couple of distributors that want to plug into the network as well, which is amazing because obviously the reason why I'm so keen on getting actual, real, proper hair and beauty distributors online is because we know that they have the the knowledge and they have the niche products that kind of salons wouldn't hear about unless it was for distributors a lot right. of the time. Do you know what I mean? Because they have to go abroad and they have to do deals, you know, with manufacturers in different countries and bring these new products home mm-hmm. in order to show them. You know, Amazon, Amazon never does that kind of research or that due diligence. Do you know what I mean? So I like to get distributors onto the go salon network because i i think it makes it a much more competitive and much more interesting place because they will be able to offer better commissions for our go salon users so so yeah, yeah I'm, well, I'm really really happy that, that, that kind of that, that was a tactic that i used to saw when, when i was my salon right the uh, you know, mm. we, we could go back to the l'oreal thing right when um 
when you know, so when I opened my first salon, right, and, and to have an open account with um, Laura on the Caris Dance range, right, I can't remember it was seven thousand or fourteen thousand pounds, you know, the the um, the, the opening um, sort of opening it, amount, the, yeah, right? the barrier of entry. Let's yeah. call it barrier of ba- entry. Barrier of entry, right? That that I needed, and like, I, you know, you know the story. I told to F off, like, you yeah, know, not not that directly to them, but I thought I sort this out. So I started researching up and coming brands like you know what I mean and, and I worked with a company called Ilona Grill at the time and and since then right I, I have I never gave up that uh, mode of you know once so like Ilona Grill became sort of like more mainstream I went to a new product new product new product and you know it, it doesn't did it take me long in in terms of because the internet is much faster now there's there's more there's more out there now but I'm going back so to the last product that I had which was was um O&M, Original Minerals for Australia, which was a very good mm. product, by the way. It never took me long to find them because there was always a new company who was willing yeah. to sort of like to, to break into the market. And, you know, you get in touch with them and then get in touch with you. You can, you know, my profile was, was to what they were looking for. And, and it, it was always a, a good marriage, really. So I kind of get where you're going up. You know, using that kind of like formula that I had, you will get a lot of traction because people people do want to be associated. The the unfortunate thing today, I mean, we could talk about this with the L'Oreal thing because there was... There well, was... yeah, let, let, let's go there now, considering we're in this area, because um, this whole... What, I mean, what you're saying is is about, you know, uh, leveraging your kudos. Yes. Because you had the West End Salon, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. And you didn't want to allow the likes of L'Oreal to come in and use your shop window and your essentially your location yeah. as free advertising for them because basically that's what you're saying l'oreal do yeah you're basically giving them free advertising in your shop oh and they're charging you seven thousand pound for the privilege yeah. it's like on what planet does that especially in today's world what planet does that make sense that you're having to spend all this money on a product company and you're giving them prime real estate advertisement in the middle of West End London. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It makes no sense. Made, look, and you know, at the time, right, I would have sort of said I was the most savviest businessman in the world because it was my first project. You know, it was my first first salon, right? And like, yeah. well, what I what I learned, right, was that there were salons, there was product companies who was prepared to work with me, like I said, right? What I find really, really disparaging, very concerning, right, is how salon owners and hairdressers want to work with the product companies. Which is mm. completely wrong. Yeah, should be the other way round. Absolutely, yeah. right. And and you know, and as you know, and and to all my great fans out there, I'm back on LinkedIn. Hee Yes. Right. Yes. So go and fo- follow Joe Joe Salonomics. Joe right? Salonomics, right? Which actually, I'm actually going coming in as Salonomics, right? Because I'm my 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 role is podcaster. Right, not not direct or anything. Podcasting because I don't want people sort of like want to connect with me who's like into financials or anything like that. I'm just that's yeah type of thing. So I'm just gonna keep it very simple, and that way I'm not gonna get agitated by idiots, right? Mm, and sure. And go back. The, the first thing I noticed was our good friends complaining about L'Oreal. Yes. Right. You would expand. Yeah. Well, on this that? this well, yeah. Let's expand on that. So this so basically. We've, we've, we've obviously been saying this for a long time, and uh, one of our uh, colleagues went took to LinkedIn to basically complain about the state of L'Oreal. L'Oreal have essentially um, 
they have uh, released a annual report which shows that the amount of growth in terms of home salon kits and, and, and salon colour that they've been selling basically direct to consumer, which obviously a lot of these brands that you're talking about, a lot of these salons, they sign up with exclusive deals, don't they, with L'Oreal, and they become their colour brand for life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like once you start learning that product. So um, essentially... Um, yeah, so essentially L'Oreal once again it, during the pandemic, and and for me personally, I think this is L'Oreal perfectly entitled to do that. You know, they spotted a gap in the market. It's a free People weren't going free to sa- free enterprise. Yeah. It's a free market. They spotted a gap in the market that no one could go to salons to have their hair hair coloured because obviously all the salons were shut. So L'Oreal set up a, a really simple website. Basically says, you know, you can have an online consultation with us and we'll get you the, the right colour sent out to you so you can continue looking good during lockdown. Now, obviously, to you and I, we see that as free enterprise and we see that as, well, you know, that's a really good idea. But can I interrupt, but, can I, can I interrupt you there a second? Now, yeah, that on. is nothing new. You know that, don't you? Because there was a couple of course, called Of course, of course nothing. East Salon did that 10 years ago. Yeah, no, of course. It's nothing new. So that's why we're not complaining about yeah. it, Joe. Yeah. But there is certain um, there's certain salons in the industry that all took to LinkedIn and took to Facebook to complain about L'Oreal circumventing them again. But our point, uh, and our point to all of these people on this is, you know, that they're complaining, but they complain in such a polite way that the second that the person from L'Oreal comes on to the thread... Right. They become all sycophantic, and they'll say, "Oh no, of course L'Oreal were helping us during the thing." Do you know what I mean? It's like the point, like the communication of some of these salons is terrible because they don't seem to explain themselves clearly. Well, um, on the thread, what they're complaining about. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. But like, uh, can, I, can we backtrack about eighteen? Yeah, backtrack. Uh, backtrack, say seventeen months, right? Uh, last yeah, year in um, January, February, when the the yeah. lockdown, yeah. Yeah, we knew L'Oreal was selling more to the cons- to the consumer. Well, yeah, it's it's a bigger, it's a huge market, but yeah. it's a separate market, isn't it? It, it is, but if, it's a different market. Yeah. Those people that are buying box colours from Boots aren't going into the salons to have their hair balayaged and having their half a head of highlights. Do you know what I mean? They're not. It's a different market. Well, not, not, but, not only that, right? Can I, can I say something, right? It's, it's, it's going back to these salon owners or these hairdressers. In, in their psyche, they think they've got the rights to have everything they want. But, you know, at their day, they're not caring about, they're not worried where the client's going. They're worried about what Laurie's going to do to them. You know, do you know what I mean? At their day, yeah. it's the client's going to L'Oreal and L'Oreal providing a service. You see, yeah, you understand what I mean? Uh, uh, no, absolutely. But that, but that is the free enterprise of all this thing. And and like I say, when they take to LinkedIn to complain about it, yeah. they don't get the message across what they're complaining at. It just sounds like a bunch of whinginess. So then, when I went onto the feed, and it wasn't to troll them, it was to essentially to move the conversation forward. I went. But you lot have all been complaining about their price increase for the, you know, over the last year. You lot have also been complaining about um, 
the fact they've been circumventing you. So why when a L'Oreal representative, and it wasn't just a, a normal run in a meal, it was the actual head of sales for L'Oreal, comes onto the feed to basically uh, defend what L'Oreal have done over the last... They all then replied with, you know, sycophancy, which is, oh, no, you're right. Yeah, you help us so much, Beatrice. Rather than... Now, she, now they've got the attention of L'Oreal going... I think what you've done is wrong, and this is why. They Not one of them did that. It was up to me, an independent individual, on the outside of the conversation, putting my two pence worth in to move the conversation forward. Uh, so, like I say, I just, find, I just find that all these people, they take to LinkedIn to complain, but none of them are actually interested in changing anything right. because otherwise they would just ditch L'Oreal. They would go, L'Oreal, do I don't agree with what you're doing, so therefore you're out. I don't want anything to do with your salon anymore. What they do is they swallow it. They go, yeah, I'm a little bit perturbed by what you've done, L'Oreal, but don't worry, because you put up the prices up 4% over the last year and you sent us a few free products, I'll stick with you. Do you know what I mean? I, I, it's such an empty threat, and I just find it pathetic. Well, you're 100% right, because it's all about communication, right? Because the, the, uh, I did have a go at one of the persons, right? Because mm. I'm consider, I consider myself as a freelancer, right? And, and they were complaining about how L'Oreal's kind of gone from B2B to B2C, as in business to business and business to customer, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. And they, they actually put the freelance hairdresser in the category of B2C. Now, as a freelancer, yeah. and every hairdresser who's a mobile hairdresser or a, or a freelancer independent is a business, an independent business. So, again, these so-called um, industry leaders are categorizing a certain group of people into a completely f f um, fantasy category. So again, right, their communication is very questionable. And I actually attacked them on that. Okay. Mm. And I've got a personal message. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, we right. Both did. Uh, we weren't talking about you because you are, you are top of the tree. You're a different breed. No. Yeah. I'm a freelancer. Because yeah, I'm high-end, doesn't make me any better or any worse than they are. I'm still mm. a freelancer, right? So but this is the point. This is the point, isn't it? They were essentially saying that people like you and I were damaging their business. That's right. And we had to point out to them, but we send our colour clients that, in to you. That's right. So please, please elaborate how we're damaging your business exactly. by sending you <laughs> our business. I, do you know what I mean? I, we're actually helping your your sales right. because so. we we don't do colour, right? Yeah. I'm a, I mean, fortunately, my niece, who's a great colourist, she works at Neville's. So since I reconnected with my niece, I've been sending all my colours colour clients to her. Now, yeah. in a normal salon environment, I should be getting ten percent. Right? Commission. Yeah, exactly. I should yeah, be. same here. Okay. So, and, you know, so 500 pound colour, 50 quid for every client. Thank you very much. You know? Yeah. But no, I don't. I, you know, that this is my niece. She gets a commission and, and I'm quite happy to look after my clients. Mm. So why are they complaining about freelancers? And, and, 
again, it, it, well, like I say, it's, it's the communication. communication that, exactly. That they're, 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 they're not complaining about freelancers. They're complaining about L'Oreal. No, no. But they they're, bring they're, the no, freelancers they're, 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 into they're it. They bring the freelancers into the same conversation. Because they're talking about that website you were talking about, right? Because it gives yeah. access to freelancers to go in and order the products that they want, right? Yeah, but freelancers have always got, this, have always had that ability to order any colour that they want. This is it again, right? They've got this fixed, this, they've got this fantasy in their head, right? Mm. They're they're not looking. Well, let me let me read the 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 actual text that seemed to create so much uh, derision, um, uh, and it was essentially L'Oreal were announcing record sales figures in um, professional products division, um, strong growth at 41% for like for like for like. Now, obviously, any business that go that increases its business 41% like during a lockdown, you got to take your hat off to that. And you yes. know, I mean, Jesus, what have they done to it? Like, you know, every other bit. But you, you obviously why everyone's butt hurt is because. All of this business has been has, has been taken from salons and given to L'Oreal, and there's obviously no sign that it's ever going to be going back to the salons. And this is the problem. So, so basically, L'Oreal and and the growth in L'Oreal. When you actually read read the read the message, the growth comes from China, yeah. really, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. China obviously didn't lock down, so yeah. whatever complaint they got, you know, none of these Chinese um, salons are taking business from. You know, London salons. Well, they're, they're not. They're, they're not. in China. They're not. Oh, look. No. They, all these so yeah, the, these the, the, you know the so-called industry leaders, right? Their concerns, right? It's it's completely again, right? Unfounded. It's a case of like, um, do your research. None of them are doing their researches. Okay, mm. thoroughly. I mean, I'm not saying we we do our great researches, but because you know I've got from experience more than anything else, and I'm and I've always think to myself I'm a visionary, yeah. so I see patterns. I see how patterns develop, right? And it's the same. I say, but like these yeah. these, these um, I mean, I'm not going to mention their names, but they're so worried about things that doesn't really affect their business at all. You know, yeah, like I say, it's, it, for me, it smacks of like this complain and don't change generation. Yeah. Like they want to air their grievances, they want to vent their spleen, but then they're masochists because they allow these companies to carry on taking advantage of them uh, rather than actually going, this offends me or this, I'm going to do something. Well, I'll tell you what you guys can do. Ditch L'Oreal. Well, no, get rid of L'Oreal. Uh, we don't like what they're doing. Get rid. Uh, we've been There's that. so many hundreds of brands out there that are from you, you know, from the UK that yes. do colour. Go and go and shop local. Well, uh, you know, th- they spend all day long these salons going. Oh, you know, by supporting your local business, you're sending a child to his, you know, football club, or you're sending, you know, yeah. uh, a daughter to their music lessons. You're not filling a fat cat's bank balance. Well, ditch L'Oreal. That's right. Exactly. We're, Stop complaining. Stop taking to Facebook that. and LinkedIn to complain about them being brilliant at their job. So why, so why do you think they're scared of ditching them? Because it's change, isn't it? People are always scared of change, Joe. What is one of the the, the, the 
one of the traits or one of the phrases we use on this this podcast a lot is embrace change. Yeah, adapt or change die. Change brings opportunity. Adapt or die. Yeah. Don't don't sit there wanting to recreate the salon that you had before the pandemic hit, because it's just not going to function for you, and you're going to be throwing all that money away. You've got to get with the program, and and this this pandemic has accelerated our lifestyles 10 years into the future yeah. in one year yeah. everyone's working from home local economies are getting stronger people are, 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 are changing their business models left right and center get with the program otherwise you'll be out with out out your, your business will be over and no one cares on linkedin that you're complaining about yeah. someone doing well yeah. it comes across as whinging so stop it and um may i add as well um <laughs> uh, hang on we sound like a bad two-hour cow we do but it's so frustrating joe it's so frustrating looking at the same people online not embracing it not changing at all and just continually moaning about other people overtaking them i do want to literally get them by the shoulders and just shake them. Well, I, I did. And go I listen did, to yourself. You're offer, not doing anything proactive. I did offer one of them to come onto our podcast. You know that, don't you? Oh yeah, who was that? You know our good friend, right? Who actually started yeah. the whole um, debate, and and she says yeah. um, um, she's scared of me. She's well scared of us because we're going to be quite brutal. Well, because we tell it how it is we, and we, we tell the truth. Well, the truth. I, you know, I, I, we ain't got time to muck about. No, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> we got time. I, I said, I'll be gentle with you. She says, okay, um, I'm quite happy to go on the show, but I have to explain to you my concerns first. <laughs> right? So, okay. We understand your concerns. <laughs> we're, 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 your concerns are the big brands are getting bigger. And your getting, brands getting are getting smaller. smaller. And this is so ditch them. Well, this is the thing, <laughs> yeah. right? I think, I think a lot. A lot of hairdressers should realise, and selling owners, mm. we're on their side. Of course, we're, absolutely. We're literally, and we're the only ones talking from that sovereign individual perspective. Yeah, you know, we can sort of say we see it as it is because we've been there, we've seen it all. We, yeah. you know, and in our industry. It doesn't change. It, it it does evolve to a degree, but the only thing that changes, right, is the clients at their day, right? Yeah. You know, you can change a shop front, you can change a chairs, you can change your mirrors, right? But it's still going to be a shop front, it's still going to be a chair, it's still going to be a mirror. Mm. The only thing that changes in a salon environment is the clients. They come and go. Well, well, what do you think about this idea of uh, linear improvement? Um, you know, we can't always improve and get better all the time. Think, life doesn't happen like that. Well, life happens in cycles, doesn't it? Well, you know, there's a bull market where everyone's busy and then there's a bear market where everyone's quiet. In the bear market is when you're supposed to build new things that are going to feed the bull market when it arrives. Well, I, I had a theory, right, that um, when, when I, you know, as a, as a hairdresser and as a businessman, this was mm. my thinking, was that... When you're busy, you're doing what you was trained to do, hair, right? When you're not busy, that's when you should be working uh, as a hairdresser. Working on getting, yeah. yeah, getting new clients. Getting new clients. That's when you, or as a salon owner, attracting new clients, right? That's when you're working. Because, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, right, we, we went through a training program. And I think this is where the MVQ again fought us to, to uh, drastically, right? Is that when I was doing my apprenticeship, Right. 
we were learning about we were learning a skill that is um, automatic you know self-consciously you could do it you know what i mean how many mm. times right you know you've been out on a late night you've been on a bender you've gone to work and you could do a haircut you could do a blow dry subconsciously subconsciously Aaron, because that has come down to training right now mm. when you're busy if you've got can you imagine a scenario right where you know in the mvq uh, you're kind of doing a haircut doing a haircut and then you go onto the floor and and a hairdresser by chance happens to build up an amazing clientele Right? and they've got clients waiting they're going to start panicking all right and when you start panicking mm. you're not going to do a good haircut you're not going to do a good blood you're not going to do good anything because you're panicking now where we yeah. was taught right we weren't taught, we were taught to be calm right and so because we knew what it's like to be busy because we were busy in that environment anyway so you, you kind of learn these things subconsciously and that's mm. what and when you're not busy that's when you should be working really yeah yeah you, you know, do you know what yeah I mean? It's still, it's still bleating about uh, like um, losers as far as I'm concerned. Are you tired with having to compete with the internet on price? Well, Go Salon created a system that means you don't have to. Go Salon is a web app that enables professionals to provide a user-friendly online ordering system for not only their services, but for their expert recommendations. Go Salon gives you four more opportunities to recommend your favorite retail products to your clients. Go Salon increases the amount of products that you can sell to your customers. You can sell those products to your customers for the same price as the internet with no extra work. Go Salon is open 24-7 and is found on your client's home screen. Sell whatever, whenever, to whoever you want. It's so simple to set up. Just go to gosalon.uk, enter your email address, reserve your namespace, and we will do the rest. Do it today, become part of the retail revolution. Go Salon, make retail easy. Um, although I do want to add, as, a, as, a, as an aside, um, you know L'Oreal. You know they say imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Yeah. So guess what L'Oreal have done? They copied Weller. No, no they copied. They copied Go Salon. They've copied Go Salon. Yes. They have tried to recreate the Go Salon model. Have you? Did you know this, Joe? I, 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 I had I did see I did see I saw it but I I got so busy I didn't sort of absorb it if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, basically, so they have spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on a domain name called Hair.com, and you know what? I like to do my research, so I went to sign up for it. Can I see something, right? Before you yeah, go on. That Hair.com right wasn't available. Someone must have had it. No, so they've, they've, like I say, they've probably spent tens of thousands of pounds on buying a domain name yeah, like that. Yeah. Four letters, yeah. everyone can spell. You know, L'Oreal buying that domain name cost an absolute fortune. I so I know I know of a guy who sold a, a domain name. Um, oh, what was it? It was Michael Saylor. He sold a domain name for thirty million dollars. No, which one? Well, yeah. Coinbase. Uh no, 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 no. It was, it was. Um, I'll find it. I'll find yeah, it for you before the end million, of the show. Yeah. But $30 million, because at the end of the day, when you type a word into Google and all of the backlinks are linked to that domain name, 
that is extremely powerful and valuable I, digital real I must estate, admit, right? I have been trying to sell my um, online e-scooters domain name, actually. I have been, because yeah. there's, there's a platform you can sell domain names, right? And I got advertised for £5,000. Yeah. Because electric scooters is a big thing there, right? Uh, yeah. But obviously, people are just sort of like, nah, they're not buying it. But it is on the market. Anyone wants to buy it? I'm open to, I'm open to offers. <laughs> so, guess what? So, this was a, so the domain name you sold for $30 million wow. was called voice.com. Voice, okay. Voice.com. And it's basically because, like I say, you type voice into Google and all of those links come up will we'll feed back to voice.com. So, you know, rather than having to spend money on advertising, Google already build those links for you. So that's why a domain name is valuable. Yeah. Anyway, so going back to L'Oreal. So imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Yeah. So they've created, um, their, their, or they've attempted to create um, their, their own Go Salon. Yeah. Um, so I attempted to sign up for it because I like to understand what tools are available to hairdressers, because obviously we've discussed in yeah. the past, we want to kind of come away a little bit from the politics of the industry. We want to do more focus on the innovation and the things that are actually going to truly help hairdressers uh, and beauty salon owners in, in you know, basically earning more money. Um, but yeah, so I signed up for the L'Oreal app and discovered immediately two fatal flaws. Which is? First one. Your business needs to be VAT registered. <laughs> oh wow! So L'Oreal spent all this market, to, all this money on on trying to capture thirteen percent of the market. <laughs> okay, right, but, so that's but, the first. Can I up there for a second? So again, so yeah, where does our good friends have the right to complain about freelancers um, buying from directly from uh, damaging their business? Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. But this is this is our point. Go on, right? Yeah. And secondly, a, and and the second fatal flaw, the prices are more expensive than Amazon. What's the so, point? <laughs> good luck with that. And 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 there is actually a third fatal flaw. Um, because Go Salon wins because we focus on the whole onboarding experience and how to make the whole thing seamless. Well, when I signed up, I had to fill in so many forms to sign up. I just stopped halfway through, and yeah. the majority of the time, fifty to ninety percent of the people that sign up for anything new. They're just gonna they're just gonna bail out. So good luck with that a business model, L'Oreal. I, I hope it damages your um, your figures for next year, and I hope you um, stick a nail in that but, coffin. Again, but good luck. But good luck trying to trying to take over thirteen percent of the market. I, I'm good glad luck. you sort of point those points out to me. Those flaws, right? In in the hair.com uh, model, right? Is that mm. where does these people? Get up the, the right to sort of criticise L'Oreal hairdressers to to sort of to, to their own satisfaction because it makes no sense. If the products are more expensive, right, you have to be VAT yeah. registered. Yeah, I don't understand their great grievance then. Well, well, I just think I just think they're trying to capture a growth model because obviously this is the you know much like McDonald's oh, and Burger Lola, King Lola, now Lola, use Deliver, Deliveroo and they use Just Eat and all I, of those brands. I, they have to get involved in in a growth. I understand uh, that, but I'm talking about model. the people, the you know, our good friends have started yeah. a conversation on LinkedIn, you know, with their grievances. Yeah, well, like I say, we've 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 we've, we've, we've left that. We've left that. We've left that. We've done with that. Well, they, you we, know, we know what the, well, you, we know what their agenda is. They go to LinkedIn to vent their spleen right. to advertise that they don't 
They like to whinge and complain about other people's success. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know what it, you know what it means with L'Oreal, then, does it? With this stuff, can't, don't you? I mean, because L'Oreal's a future model. Well, right? L'Oreal, L'Oreal are just trying to capture their own market that they've already captured because you can't buy anything else that isn't L'Oreal and, and you know through their app. And, so therefore, it makes the whole thing completely pointless. And, I, and this is the beginning, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, right? This is the beginning with L'Oreal because I told you before, L'Oreal, right, will have yeah. their own academy. Yes, right? which should be super exceed the MVQ system that we're that we're already in at now, right? This is true. Yeah. And and I told you before, right? And I told you some time ago, right? L'Oreal is going to be a bank. When I say it, there's going yeah. to be a bank for everybody, but you're going to go through the, acad- um, the academy. You're going to get your degrees and all that. You're going to know all about their products. And what you're going to do? It'll be a monopoly. They're going It'll to be say an absolute monopoly. monopoly. I'm going to say I'm going to open my own yeah. salon. He goes, here, Aaron. Here's, you got you got all the tools we want, as in that like you've got your qualifications, you've got your credentials, all that out. Here's X amount of money up in your own salon, and you've got the whole Laurel team behind you. Hey, yeah. you thank you very much. Uh, yeah, sign on the dotted line, yeah. hand over 90% of your profit. Well, no, it doesn't matter, right? It, work. You, you know, but, work 100 and, 120 to 150 hours a it, month. It doesn't matter, right? You know, it's, you still be working, right, for yourself. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. But you'll be, but but L'Oreal will be funneling all the profits away from you. Well, you know? and, and, well, and and I mean, it's basically they're just trying to create a walled garden. Well, I think I don't around hairdressing I don't know. that I, L'Oreal is the only funnel. I disagree. I, I it's think, a funnel. I think what Laura's doing right is that the industry is 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 gone through a big heat a change, right? And yeah. and today's industry leaders. The governing bodies, not the governing bodies, professional bodies, they don't really know how to up their game. L'Oreal does. L'Oreal has yeah. so L'Oreal's seen an opportunity, right, where they can actually come in and dominate the industry for the next 20 years, 30 years. It doesn't matter. There's a, the next pandemic, it doesn't matter. Recessions are open. They're going to be making money, Aaron. Yes, no, absolutely. No, I agree with you. When I when I'm talking about a walled garden, I'm not saying what L'Oreal do are doing and and are trying to do doesn't have value. I think it has tremendous value. Do you think in ten years' time, a L'Oreal certification will be worth more than an NVQ certification? Hundred percent. I mean, right now, I I think the NVQ certification is is not worth. The, the piece of paper that's used. Sure. But but rather than rather than go down that road, this is happening all over the world in many other fields. Google are bringing out their own dev, their own developer qualification. Right. Do you think a Google qualification will be better than a university degree yes. in computer yes. science yes. or whatever? Yes. Do you think you will have a ready-made job with your Google qualification than you will with your computer yes. science degree? Yes. Do you think a L'Oreal having a six-month training course will improve hairdressers or make them worse? Improve it. And I'll tell you the reason do you think why. Google, do you think Google's six-month qualification will be better than a computer science three-year degree at university? Yes, yes. I agree, one hundred percent. But you know why? People's agree? time frames, people's attention spans, and their time frames of action are getting shorter. That's right. Uh, but not only that, right? You, you know, you mentioned Google and you mentioned L'Oreal. What is their uh, goal? Uh, their end game? World domination. 
right? They want to dominate. Well, them. like I say, it's it's a walled garden. Yeah. It's not. It might not necessarily be world domination. Well, asking, but they want to dominate. Joe, no, but, okay, world domination is a bit, bit too militant, right? Is that? It is. It is but, because you, because remember, we've all got individual brands, so we all have the power but, but, to create our own. Yeah, but funnels. they want to dominate. They, they L'Oreal dom- just got this gigantic funnel, which. All of us are getting poured I mean, into. What, do you what know I mean? You, so we won't be able to get out of no, the L'Oreal. And don't forget, that's right, the point. L'Oreal is scared as well, right? L'Oreal will be sort of looking over their shoulder to see what Weller's doing, Schwarzkopf doing, all these vegan companies are doing. They will be scared. They'll be scared of what's yeah. coming up the next trend, right? So they have to yeah. be aware. A bit like Google, you know, you've got the Amazon Cloud, right? You know, it makes it obviously. You know, Bezos does X amount of money every year from his cloud, right? Google, Google wants the biggest share of that now, right? You know, yeah. they're going to be wanting it, right? So yeah, that's right. If if Amazon brought out a qualification in uh, systems and logistics, do you think you'd get a job immediately if you if you took the Amazon logistics course, uh, qualification? Course. You know, you get a job immediately because yeah. Amazon are the world leaders. In logistics right. and, and deliveries yeah, uh, and, 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 all, and systems. Uh, They're the world leaders. So a degree you learn does. from the best. Yeah. yeah, you learn from the best. You're going to get, get, get the That's best, right. aren't you? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. that. Which is where the apprenticeship came, came in really well, like, you know, I mean, yeah. from, from my point of view. No, no, I, listen, I, I, I really think the industry should start... To, to waking up to this, yeah. like I say, it's not a threat. No. This isn't a threat because we can all embrace this change and we can all embrace it for the better. So if you want to create the Joe Mehmet hair cutting and hair blow drying qualification, trust me, the Joe Mehmet hair cutting and hair blow drying qualification will get someone a lot further. Hundred percent. In you know, I mean, than 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 you know your, your typical qualification. I, However, there is a caveat to this though, Joe. Insurance. Mm. Mm. Will the Joe Mehmet hairdressing qualification get them public liability insurance? Oh yeah, you, this you, is you, all. You, this is all these. Goes, this is all these companies care about. You, you go to days, Salon Gold. Go, I, I give a little uh, shout to Salon Gold. You can get insurance, no problem. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, yeah, going back to the L'Oreal um, imitating Go Salon in a much worse and stickier, stickier way. I did give them some free feedback on LinkedIn once I discovered this. Uh, Do you know what I said? Go on. So I said to them, uh, by the way, hair.com's too clunky, takes too long to complete a transaction. You spend thousands on domain to create a terrible experience. Good luck with that. Um, so yeah, so reply? it's not like I'm keeping it. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like I don't relish the fact that L'Oreal were trying to enter this space. It's just I understand their limitations. Just like when Amazon's salon opened, you and I both said, hairdressers don't need Amazon. Amazon needs the hairdressers. And it'd be interesting to uh, uh, find out from Eleanor how the Amazon salon's going. I mean, I hope hope she's doing really well with it. But... um, I doubt. I, I from what I understand, that's not the case, is it? Well, no. Listen, she's managing about uh, L'Oreal, right? And yet, what's the Amazon selling? L'Oreal products. L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is why this is why I'm when sorry, she Eleanor. talks on LinkedIn, I'm sorry, Eleanor, yeah, this like... is why when she talks on LinkedIn, her bread's being buttered both sides, yeah. isn't yeah. it? So she can't she can't go too severely, which is why Eleanor. We ask you to support the Salonomics show because we can do this for you. Yeah. Joe, let me let me um let me put the air raid siren on. So guys, um 
thank you to all our loyal listeners out there. We, we really do appreciate you um, listening to us rant on about why, why the industry is kind of flawed. Anyway, it's very loud, Aaron, that siren. Sorry it's about very that. Loud. I'll, I'll sort that out in post. All right, so basically, me, Joe and I, we're, we're getting towards the 50th episode of Salon. Yeah, so power of the people. Groundbreaking podcast that celebrates business, salon life, and bringing Bitcoin to hairdressers all over the globe, right? However, we are looking to change the format of our show slightly. So unlike any other industry broadcast, Salonomics has decided to be a solely listener-supported production. So this means the listeners contribute to the show both financially and through volunteerism. If you feel that you're getting value from this show, please help us by becoming a supporter and passing the word that Salonomics is the only show which shares your passions and airs your grievances. Your contributions help us continue to bring you the content that other creators cannot dare to. So if you want to shout out or to get something off your chest in an anonymous way, critique a colleague, colleague, burn a bridge, throw someone under a bus, make sure you send us a note via salonomics.com. You can send us a, a, a donation just to ensure that we get your, your note. Send us a donation via the PayPal button. Uh, and then send us a message uh, with what you want to say. Even if it's a shout-out for your salon, even if it's you want to wish someone a happy birthday, even if you want to just get something off your chest, it doesn't matter. But we always reserve the right to say what we want. So therefore, Eleanor, I implore you, send us a message via salonomics.com, tell us what you really want to say about L'Oreal, and we will say it for you. Although, Joe, I think we've kind of already done that. Well, I th- well she's coming on our show soon, Aaron. Mm. All right. So I think we should get Colla Osborne on. I think we should get. I think because she's she's making. A, she, I think she's got a good platform to uh, to have a great chat about. Actually, I really do. Because right. she's she's very active in an awful lot of areas, and I actually like to get her on the show. Actually, uh, okay. pick her brain. Well, yeah, like I say, I mean, this is probably the only own open platform there is for people to, like I say, yeah. air their grievances. No, no, no. We, we made this show censorship resistant by streaming it on the podcasting 2.0 platforms. Um, if you want to check out a new podcast player, because uh, what I've learned over the last month or so, Joe, is that Apple have basically broken podcasts. Um, Apple have basically uh, upset their podcast player on their handset. So a lot of the podcasts don't get relayed to the network for three days, if at all, because Apple are censoring certain prop podcasts. So if I were you, I would ditch your Apple podcast and I would go and try out. There's so many new podcasting apps out there. Just type new podcasting I've, apps I've, in I've Google. I've got Shopify. You Shopify podcast. Shopify is not a podcast. You're thinking of Spotify. Oh, Spotify, yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you should butt out of these uh, factual <laughs> conversations when I'm trying to actually, like, you know, pump things. Um, anyway, CurioCaster, C-U-R-I-O-C-A-S-T-E-R. That is a fantastic podcast. It can be listened through your web browser. It can be added to your screen as a home icon. Basically... There's so many more podcasts on Podcasting 2.0 apps because, like I say, things like Stitcher, 
things like um, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Cast, they all get censored and they don't pick up certain podcasts. So if your podcast that you listen to disappears, that's the reason why they've been censored by the big tech overlords. Right. So anything you want to add, Joe? Um, not really. I, look, I, I've got to go, Harry, because I've got to do some work today. Sorry. Um, no, oh, condolences, condolences on for you, by the way. Um, yeah, do you want, do you want to you give her a shout for this year? Yeah. Um, so for those, one of the reasons why we haven't been online for the last couple of weeks, we had some really sad news in my family last week. Uh, a lot of you that have supported uh, the Annette Harrington Golf Day over the last few years. And, you know, I've got to give shout outs to people like Adam Sloan, John Coronado, Matt, everyone that's kind of come to one of our golf tournaments that we, we used to organise every year that supported us. Unfortunately, Felicia, who we was raising money for, she lost her 17-year battle against cancer um, last week. I believe it's last Wednesday. Um, and her funeral is going to be on Monday in South End. So, um, obviously... Uh, heart goes out to all of the Dawn, the Cantoni family, everyone that knew her. She was such an amazing human being. Great, great character. Um, yes, yes. A, a fantastic person and human being. There's been so much outpouring of emotion online over the last week. It's been really um, heartbreaking to read it all. Um, but please, um, my nephew, Sydney. He is actually going to be running a marathon and he's going to be raising money for the Havens Hospice who looked after Felicia in her, in her final few weeks. Um, we've already raised 21000 via Felicia's. This, um, good cause. So if you go to a GoFundMe, justgiving.com fundraising forward slash Sydney uh, dash Dawn. Uh, you'll be able to go on there. I'm sure if you type in Havens or if you type in Felicia, um, Felicia's fund into Google, you'll go there. If anyone does want to uh, share their condolences. Um, yeah, like I say, it was just, just a really sad time. And, and Monday when the funeral is going to be, I'm expecting hundreds and hundreds of people to be there because she was 23, this young lady. She got cancer when she was six. She had to have a leg amputated when she was nine and like I say, we saw her about a month ago at a family meal and she looked better than all of us put together, Joe. Do you know what I mean? She looked absolutely incredible. So well, she, 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 she was a into... perfect example of sort of like living for the moment, right? Yes, that she enjoyed. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? absolutely. With limited time, she just really took, make sure every minute was was used. Fun, absolutely. It, it was a good no. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right then, Joe. Well, on that note, yes, go to salonomics.com if you want to air a grievance or share a passion or just tell someone you love them. Joe will put on his finest, sexiest voice for you to <laughs> deliver those messages for you. Uh, and like I say, we reserve the right to say what we want. All right, mate. Well done. Well said. Well said. All right then, mate. All right. Well, take care, everyone. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Um, Yes. Yeah, gosalon.uk if you want to make retail easy and join the retail rebel rebellion. That's my new that's my Not new revolution, uh, go, rebellion. catchphrase. Yeah, well, rebellion. rebellion. It's the retail rebellion, mate. That's what it retail is. Retail nonconformist. That's it. Totally. Alright then, mate. Thanks for today. Okay. Speak later. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye, mate.